football fans, and welcome to the Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating Adams County High School Football Coaches Show. Once again, hosted by the West End Restaurant, our signature sponsor, as always, Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating. Other sponsors this year, Adams Moral Hospital, Adams Woodcrest, Innovative Concepts, Indiana Trailer Sales, Graber Insurance, Richard Jewelry, Highway 27 Landscape, and our host, the West End Restaurant, last night in area games. Adams Central defeated Eastbrook by a score of 56-6. South Adams was a 35-0 winner over Arcanum of Ohio. That was the game that we covered. Belmont was defeated by Heritage 23-0. Columbia City defeated Cherubusco 31-7. Angola took out DeKalb 21-14. Eastbrook defeated Huntington North 39-26. Fremont defeated Southern Wells 32-8. Leo was defeated by Kokomo 33-13. They had that reversed here in the paper, but uh, New Haven defeated Marion at 47-0. Northfield was a 21-0 winner over Bluffton. Norwell defeated Missinawa 22-7. East Noble defeated Plymouth 51-7, and Eastside was a 50-0 winner. I'm sorry, a 50-24 winner over Woodland High School. With that, I'm going to send it back to Steve Gable. For a round of commercials, we'll be back with our first coach, Michael Moser of Adams Central, right after this. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you'll always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Make your car, truck, or van really special with accessories from Innovative Concepts Audio Video. We offer a complete line of WeatherTech floor mats, mud flaps, wind deflectors, pickup steps, and LED lights, plus stereos, remote starts, forward and rear cameras, radar detectors, and of course, mind-blowing stereo installations. Lights, camera, action. Innovative Concepts Audio Video can make your ride magnificent. Innovative Concepts, 1421 Manchester Street. We bring technology to you. Running a business is a full-time job, so is protecting it. Auto Owners Insurance protects thousands of businesses just like yours. We'll assess your needs and eliminate your insurance problems so you can devote more time to what you do best, managing your business. See us for no-problem business protection through Auto Owners Insurance. See Barb, Toby, Kyle, or Mark at Graber Insurance on Highway 27 in Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. It's been a busy last few months at Indiana Trailer Sales in Decatur. Hi, this is Stacy inviting you to stop by our new location at 521 South 13th Street on Highway 2733. We are proud of our new, much larger showroom and parts and service area. We have new units arriving daily, and if you don't see what you want, we can custom build it for you. Choose Indiana Trailer Sales with all confidence for your trailer sales, parts, service, and rental needs. Stop by Indiana Trailer Sales or visit us on the web at indianatrailercells.net. Welcome back to the Leaky Brothers Plumbing Heating Adams County High School Football Coaches Show, and I'm joined by the coach of the Adams Central Flying Jets, Michael Mosier. Michael, I'm, I see you've uh, already enjoyed your wonderful breakfast mm-hmm. that's provided here for the West End. We're always uh, glad to be back here as a uh, Week one is under the, your belt. Um, like I said, we talked a little bit off air, trying to load up your your first two games of the season before you get into your conference season. It's kind of tough to pick games that you think yeah. you switch around to get the teams you want, and then you get a game and it's uh, fifty-six to six, yeah. and uh, 
uh, end up your your deep B team plays half the second half, or yeah. and uh, it, it not a good start off to the week, but uh, you you basically get through it and you make sure that you don't get hurt. Well, and, and, and it's fun to play. You know, we we've been scrimmaging and practicing since June, as every team has, and you you just you're ready for a test. And and Garrett's a good choice. Just Garrett, Garrett, like we were talking before, it just it just felt they the the wheels on the bus fell off. Um, the bus and it and it was it was early and that's really where it was i mean traditionally garrett is 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 solid um i know they've struggled the last few years but you know they they really made strides last year and and uh, i think it's a really good game for us uh we just got out early and kind of punched them in traditionally garrett is 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 solid um, I know they've struggled the last few years, but you know they they really made strides last year, and and uh, I think it's a really good game for us. Uh, we just got out early and kind of punched them. In. Locally owned and operated by Bobby and Jenny Springer, Highway 27 Landscape Supply, 8050 North U.S. Highway 27, Decatur, features their new garden center and greenhouse, stocked with unique gifts, flowers, plants, and supplies of all kinds to help you do your own landscaping, or you can allow them to plan the look you have in mind. Stop by or call 260-724-3652. Highway 27 Landscape Supply makes your landscaping dreams a reality. Hi, this is Jared from the West End Restaurant in Decatur. Just wanted to take a minute to thank our patrons for all their support over the years. This year we're celebrating 135 years in business. We're open six days a week, closed on Sundays, so stop in for some of the old favorites like the bread at Tenderloin, our fish, onion rings, burgers and fries. We also have some newer items, uh, grilled West End cod, pecan tilapia, grilled salmon, and plank salmon. We have breakfast, lunch, and dinner specials, so stop by at the corner of 7th and Monroe in Decatur. Unique stretch bracelets handmade on Cape Cod. These artistic bracelets are designed to be layered and are made of semi-precious stones and silver. T. Giselle as a young entrepreneur with a vision for style, color, and fashion. Hi, this is Carlene at Richard's Jewelry in downtown Bern. We are proud to offer T. Giselle bracelets. We invite you to stop by and explore this trend-setting collection of stones and charms that have a special meaning to those who wear them. Richard's Jewelry in downtown Bern. With million-dollar lawsuits and drastic increases in court costs, are you and your business adequately insured? We can remove the fear of an unforeseen lawsuit with an umbrella liability policy from Auto Owners Insurance. We'll recommend personal and business protection that meets today's needs. Ask us about no-problem protection through Auto Owners Insurance. See Barb, Toby, Kyle, or Mark at Graber Insurance on Highway 27 North in Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. So, and I was just rattling oh, on. How to, Michael you know, was on a good roll, and I felt bad to stop him. But, uh, yeah, Mike, we, we talked a little bit about, um, I mean, you graduated a, a really great crew of running backs last yeah. year, and you got to reload those guys. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't replace Alex Curry and a, and a Blake Hirely no. by just looking on the sidelines and say, okay, you're just as yeah. good as those guys are. But uh, what, what do you do to change your offense and put these new guys into it? Well, we don't change the offense. You know, we, we just don't. We, we do what, well, you, what we you, do. You, you, know? you got to try and make right, the, right. this it, offense it, be that yes, offense. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you, gotta, <laughs> you just got to feel, you know, it's next guy up mentality. You just have to get guys, guys ready to go. And, you know, these, that's, why we, that's why we play JV, you know, and that's why they're the scout team guys. You know, they have to get their, uh, their, the positions ready to go. And I thought last, last night our guys – did did really well stepping up. Brian Black, of course, was you know 
uh, back from last year's team, but we had a Phil Blake Hirely became Keegan Bloom and and Alex Curry became Ryan Tester and Nick Nutswander became Gavin Cook and and you know um, these guys did a, a great job for us filling that role and and I and I thought not perfect um, still need to improve for sure. Uh, but I thought those guys did a really great job for us. They had some really good runs. All, all, all four of those guys uh, played a, a huge role for us to, uh, to move the ball down the field and, and still, again, still need to improve and, and get better at some things. But uh, overall, I was really pleased. Uh, and even with the offensive line, you know, open up some, some big holes for us, some key blocks. Um, it, it went well. I know you had to travel up to Garrett. You know that's a good hour yeah. bus ride for you. And we we talked a little bit off air, and uh, Nick has has joined us talking about uh, last night. It was warm to start yeah, the game, was. and I know that uh, the Ohio team that uh, Southampton played last night they had a lot of cramping, and uh, I don't know if it's the long bus ride or if it's just preparation. But uh, there's there's things to do, and early in the season, it football is one of the seasons you you sweat your hind end yep. off in the beginning yep. of the season, you freeze it off at the end yep. of the season. Yeah, you do, and, and you you really can't really prepare too much for it it either hits uh or it doesn't but i mean you can take steps I and mean, we tell our kids constantly they got to drink water got to drink water and then once you f- once you forget to tell them to drink water they don't then you have cramps so i mean it, it we were good last night we we were pretty good we didn't have too many issues uh, but the heat is is something you have to get acclimated to because, you know, and we've had the, this this last string. We've had ups and downs. We've had real hot days and we had real cool days. And so, I don't know how much that's really prepared because uh, we're we're going to have some hot <clears throat> games ahead. No, I know that uh, when I got down on field was interviewing Grant last night. It was still pretty warm, but by the yeah. time the first quarter rolled down, the sun started going. It turned into a gorgeous night yeah. to watch football. Yeah. It was still probably warm for the kids in the field, but uh, it was a, it was a good football night, right. and I uh, hope we look forward to quite a few more of those yeah. before the season gets over. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. I mean, we unfortunately we were on uh, the east side of the field, so the sun was like you know right in our face the whole time. But uh, it was a it was a good night for that, and uh, yeah, I, I was I was pleased with with definitely the outcome of these these kids and and what they were able to do. It was fun to play. You know, it was fun to finally <coughs> play a game. Now you you have a. 56 to 6 game last night and now you have to prepare for an east side yeah. team that's always good i mean they had a, they had a went over wooden last night their right. score last night was 50 to 24 yeah. and uh that woodland team's starting to get a, a little bit better but uh, uh-huh. east side's still one of those teams that like i said uh-huh. they beat you to the last three yes. years yeah east side east side <clears throat> is that game that that we circle because it's the game that that's going to really be a test for us we we know that uh, they, you know, Coach Todd Mason and his his staff has done a, a super job of, of building that team and and getting them, getting them to have tradition and, and an identity. We know exactly what we're going to get. Now you you're not going to have a Laban Davis uh, who's going to pass and run all over you, uh, but they're going to have a, a physical uh, physical big uh, strong kids. Uh, their their fullback from last year, Dax Holman, is is back. He's a bruiser. Uh, if if you if you watch some of the score last night, you know on, on Wayne TV and others, he's you know he had the gem of the night. You know, so I mean he he's a bruiser, and and he is going to be a you know hard to handle for us. You know, it's going to be can you guys stop this big bruising fullback? Can you do that? Because he's going to keep coming at you and at you and at you, and they're going to love it. They're going to love to be physical. And it's 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 you know, are we a, are we a physical team as well, or are we a finesse team? We're gonna, we're going to find that find that out because if you're a finesse team against Eastside, you're going to struggle because they're going to they're going to smash you. You know, you judge you judge scores of games based on you know how many points you score, so you think offense. But 
I mean, you know that uh, if your defense doesn't come through, you, I mean, your close games become losses if the yeah. defense just doesn't yeah. step up. You, you have to have a defense. <clears throat> I mean, I mean that's that's the key. You got to make sure uh, that your defense is ready to go uh, all the time. And, and you know, the joke the joke is between me and Coach Hammond is that you know I'm going to do as much offense as I can, and then we'll get to defense. But you know, that's our joke. But really, that's not true. We we spend. I'm a big believer in in defense, and and we work. We work defense a lot, you know, and I give him a, a lot of time because I believe in it. I mean, if you're going to win football games, that you you win it through the defense, and we have to be prepared. And it's it's far harder to prepare defensively than it is offensively. You know, we can we can kind of assume offensively what it is that they're going to do, but we basically run the same plays. You know, it's just yeah. a matter of figuring out how we want to block this play this week. You know, where you, you got so many factors defensively to try to figure out how you're going to stop them. And so we work hard on it. We really do. And, and I think it's attributed to, to a lot of our success is the, uh, the, the stress that we put on defense. You know, and teams can come out and some teams will throw three different offensive looks at you. Yeah. I mean, they'll change up, they'll yep. change it, yep. and they'll decide what offense works best for them. So uh, you as a defensive coach have to understand, okay, they got three options that That's come right. at us here, and That's we're right. going to have to go with three defensive game plans. And then the one that you're the weakest at is the one that they're going to run yeah. all the time. And then don't forget that you work all week on a defense, and they throw something new at you, and you have to you have to change you have to change on the spot. Yeah. You know we're not doing that offensively. We might have to just do a little tweak here and there. But you know basically, if we can't run our offense, we can't run our offense. Uh, and defensively, you have to be so adaptable and change and, and, and be smart enough to figure it out. And, and that's why, you know, I'm such a believer in Coach Hammond. He just does a, you know, he's been doing it for so long, and he, he just is passionate about it. And he he and he and our staff that that work defensively, like Tyler Roach, and those guys, those guys do just a super job of preparing our kids. Now, I did see something come out. I think his wife put something out this week. Did Was he named, like, the defensive coach of the – one a, well, yeah, last, coach last, year, last year, year, last year, yeah, he was he was selected by the one A coaches to be the the defensive coach of the year. So, yeah, he's and he and well deserved. He he just he is a great defensive coach, uh, and, and just a, a great friend of mine. And and I you know I just believe in what he does. And uh, he he brings that intensity. Yeah. I mean, and and he puts that intensity into his defensive players. I mean. When, when things are going well, uh-huh. he's okay. Right. When things are not going well, I mean, he's very animated on the sideline. And usually by Sunday when I see him at church, he's came down enough he's come down that he's he's bit. really a mild-mannered guy. <laughs> yes. You put him on a sideline with a jet totally, football yeah. shirt on, and totally he's different. a little bit different. But, totally uh, different. It, it's nice to have that. I mean, who? I mean, we talk about coaches. So who, are, who are your coaching staff? So you got the same guys you've always had we to get some new we guys back. Had, we, we've had the same for a number of years. Uh, off, on the offensive side of the ball, it's it's me and, and Coach Kerry Blake and Dave Nunswunder and Mitch Hill, and uh, we've had Mitch is our offensive line guy, uh, and then me and Kerry and Dave kind of we run the, the offense and and do receivers and 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 uh, quarterbacks and uh, Tyler Roach does running backs, but but really Tyler would be Tyler would be much more on the defensive side of the ball with John. So we got John Hammond and Tyler Roach. Uh, and then my dad still is is still trucking along. You know, Coach Coach Rod, as we call him, he's he's still there and and doing a great job for us. And we all just just work well together and and have the same beliefs and and uh, understand football in, in in similar ways and what we want to accomplish. And 
and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing with without them. I mean, you know, you get to the point where, okay, people are start going to be retiring or getting done, you know, then it may be time for me to, to step away too. So, you know, we're getting to that, that point in life where I'm 48, you begin to think about, okay, now, now, how long am I going to? Do, yeah. How long am I going to do this? I tell you what, as long as I'm having fun and I'm long as with I'm with these guys, uh, you know, I'm going to keep going and and we'll see how it goes. And I think that's what coaches do. I know that uh, Grant's done the same thing at, at at South Adams. He's taken that group of guys that he's played with and turned them in. And Nick's done the same mm-hmm. thing at Belmont. Mm-hmm. He's got those guys, and it's those guys you're comfortable with. You guys you played football with. Yep. And you have the same mindset, and you carry that on. And and that tradition grows until mm-hmm. you decide you're not going to do it anymore right. and then somebody else comes in and they can pick up where rick right. minnick left it's, you yeah or or it's like and you're where gonna go i'm going to leave it to somebody yeah. else you know and <clears throat> and we'll see how how that goes but you know right now i'm at that point where i feel like you know i'm loving it i'm enjoying it i, I love being around these kids i don't always like the administrative part of, mm-hmm. of being a head coach i don't like that that part and and trying to keep track of jerseys and numbers and all kinds of crazy things that you have to you have to prepare for but uh, overall when you get to to coach on a friday night that makes it all it makes it all worth it and you remember why you do it now is it still is it is it turned into a year-round job oh absolutely it does yeah yeah you get you get paid for the three months or whatever that you're you're coaching football but it's a year year year-round thing i mean i'm i'm doing stuff all summer so is every coach in the state you know you're even after the season, you know, I'm in the weight room, and so is every coach in the state. You're, you're in the weight room, you're you're getting kids ready to go, and, and come June, uh, you're you're out there. You know, sometimes uh, two, three nights a week, and so, uh, you know, my wife would say that you know she she hates the summer. I mean, hates it because, uh, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, I'm I'm out till nine o'clock doing doing things on the field or in the weight room, and and she's right because she doesn't see me as much in the summers, uh, and then by the season at least i'm home by six six thirty so that's you know a, that's yeah, the problem nice. with this daylight saving time it's it light is. till nine thirty and you think you can out be playing football yeah, exactly. till nine thirty and you look yeah. at the watch and go it's 10 o'clock and yeah. it just got dark so and in the summertime yeah sometimes you think now what why am i doing this again why why am i doing but it's worth it and i enjoy it and you know that that says something too about you know coaches wives you can't do it without your wives because if they weren't supportive of what you're doing, we, we couldn't do it. And every one of us says that. You know, my wife has always been so so supportive and, and you know, doesn't complain and understands that I have a job to do and, and you couldn't do it couldn't do it if yeah. if that if that didn't work. Well that's like my my uh I had 12 weeks off, uh, uh-huh. eighty five days between the f- baseball sectional and then last night first yeah. night of football and it's like Man, that time flew fast. Yeah. <laughs> That's like Dane said. We're forty weeks on, twelve weeks off. Right, right. It, and it, it is. It, it's it's a it's a whirlwind. And the season is a whirlwind, but it's you know it's fun and and uh, it's it's my job. And and as long as I'm doing the job, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Briefly, let's touch on uh, the ACAC yeah. conference uh, for the rest of the season as yeah. you as you get through your East Side game next week and get into your conference game. Mm-hmm. I mean. You've got you've got some weak sisters in that conference, but you yeah. got some teams that are coming coming up and going to be better. Who yeah, do you I, look I think, for to be better? Uh, for, for sure, South Adams. Um, <clears throat> South Adams is you know maybe not as potent as what they were uh, last last four years, uh, but they're still potent, and you know they're going to look different and they're going to be good. You know they have, uh, from what I understand and, and what I've 
what I think is 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 their identity. They're a very skill based team. They got you. You saw them last mm-hmm. night. They they have some really good athletes on that team that are going to get after. So they're going to be they're going to be. I think a force in the conference to reckon with, and I think Heritage, with some 80 kids plus, I guess is what they got. At least 70 kids on their team. They've really been up and up. Coach Coltman uh, is, is knows what he's doing and, and is building that program there at Heritage, and I, I I expect quite a bit from from Heritage. I think Jake County, I think is going to be better. I, you know, very good coach and Coach Zagunda. He knows what he's doing. Did a big to, win last night. Yeah, see, I think they're <clears throat> they're they're going to be a team that if they can get it together, they're going to be pretty strong. And then the others are going to fight it out, and we'll see what happens. But uh, there's still some really there's good good football, uh, but it still needs and many teams still need to get get up get up a little bit to make it more competitive. Well, we've uh, we've seen uh, South Adams last night. Uh, next week we'll see two of our mm-hmm. Adams County teams. Uh-huh. We'll have the Belmont-South Adams game. I think week three we end up uh, picking up uh, your on-the-road game down at Taylor, yeah. your kind of yep. halfway game yeah. with Co- Covenant yeah. Christian, which which should be a, a pretty good should game be for a you. Because yes. you know We talked about the rankings. They're ranked four between, yeah. behind uh, yeah. South Adams, yourself, and Andy Lutheran. Yeah. So that's uh, it's kind of a midway point to meet them, and uh, Taylor's got a beautiful facility oh, down there. excited. So, so I mean that's that's going to be a good game, but it's yep. a road game for both of you. So uh, we'll look forward to talking about that yep. with you next week. So uh, okay. we appreciate you coming in. All I'm right. glad you had a good Thank breakfast. You. And uh, with that, we're going to send it back to Stu for a round of commercials. Back with uh, Nick Hull of the Belmont Braves right after this. My parents have been living independently at Adams Woodcrest for years, but it was time to take the next step and move to Woodcrest Assisted Living. They had enjoyed their time at Woodcrest, so we didn't need to look anywhere else. Now mom and dad have the 24-hour attention and assistance they need, but they still have a social life with plenty of neighbors and new friends. I'm Adam Miller, and my parents are living the life they want to live at Adams Woodcrest. Great sound for your car, sure, but what about your boat? Golf cart, RV, ATV, motorcycle, or side-by-side? Yeah, we do them all, and we do them better than anyone. Hi, this is Tina from Innovative Concepts, 1421 Manchester Street Indicator. When you want sound, and I mean sound, on land or on the water, we have the brands and expert staff to make it happen. Innovative Concepts, when you want the best in audio, we bring technology to you. Want to make your home a more comfortable place, but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to Leakty Brothers, your Carrier expert, they'll show you the full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Hi, this is Kent at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Bern. Unique stretch bracelets handmade on Cape Cod. These artistic bracelets are designed to be layered and are made of semi-precious stones and silver. Teach Giselle as a young entrepreneur with a vision for style, color, and fashion. Hi, this is Carlene at Richard's Jewelry in downtown Bern. We are proud to offer T. Giselle bracelets. We invite you to stop by and explore this trend-setting collection of stones and charms that have a special meaning to those who wear them. Richard's Jewelry in downtown Bern. Football Coaches Show. Once again, sponsored by Adams Moral Hospital, Adams Woodcrest, Innovative Concepts, Indiana Trailer Sales, Graber Insurance, Richard's Jewelry, Highway 27 Landscape, and our host, 
who provides us breakfast on Saturday mornings, the West End Restaurant. I am now joined by the coach of the Belmont Braves, Nick Hall. And uh, Nick, football season's here. Like Michael said, uh, all our hard work during the summer since you've been practicing since June, uh, it's game time. You're playing and uh, kind of a hot night. You kind of talked off air a little bit, had a little cramping problem. I know that the Ohio team that had a two-hour bus drive, they had some cramping problems last night. You got to get used to that, and you're, it's game time now. Yeah, we had uh, in the first quarter, we had three, three, four guys go down cramps, thrown up on the sideline, out of shape. Um, that's something that our our staff's gonna definitely look at. Get your good uh, morning kiss from yeah, Grant Mosier there. Yeah, he loves me if you can't tell. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to look at that. I mean, we gotta get our guys in, in shape because you know. We have a lot of guys going both ways, um, so they uh, need to start you know, getting conditioned. I know you graduated some seniors in some skill positions last year. Um, how do you how do you go to your sideline and reload that team, and uh, who do you put in some of those skill positions for this year? Uh, it's our starting quarterback right now. Um, last night is Aiden Ford, um, and then our fullback. We have Isaac Mockins coming back from last year. Um, our slots are Ethan Miller. Uh, he came out this year as a sophomore. Uh, athletic kid, tough-nosed kid. Um, other slot, um, we're rotating a couple different guys. Uh, last night, Yvonne Vaguerra, he, he jumped in, played some slot. Um, Christian Hatch plays some slot over there. Aiden Miller plays some slot. Uh, we rotate um, another sophomore. Um, Quaylen Starks goes in there a little bit. Had a receiver. Um, we lost uh, our two deep ball threats, two, two six three receivers. Uh, Cody Baker and um, Leninger. Um, but we bring in uh, Mason Lenrick and Joe Hoffman, two six three receivers who are decently athletic guys that can jump up and get and high point the ball. Um, then we rotate in uh, uh, Reed Sinclair out there as well. Um, but, yeah, we lost. Uh, I think our big loss was at our, at our quarterback position. That really showed last night. Um, we, we played two quarterbacks, sometimes three quarterbacks at a – at one point, um, uh, in our offense, you really have to have a quarterback that can that can take control of the offense. And uh, I thought John Allman did a heck of a job last year with that. Uh, sometimes, so right now we're we're really looking for that right now. Too. No, you kind of like triple option or run basic or a little bit of both. Or what's your what's your main strategies for the offense this year? We run the triple option, <clears throat> um, and you know all three of our quarterbacks have been playing in it for a few years, but they've never started on a Friday night. Um, I think they were a little bit of nerves, you know, with with Aiden. Uh, then he kind of went down with a – I think he had like a uh, Charlie horse or something. He got hit in the thigh and his knee was locking up. So uh, Aiden broke. He went in uh, second quarter, you know, and he's never played a varsity game either. Um, so he had to grow up pretty quick, um, which, I mean, neither one of them did a, that bad of a job uh, – but like I was telling you off air, you know, we have a lot of guys going both ways. And I think a lot of our guys exert their energy on the defense side, which our defense played really well. Definitely definitely put us in a position to win a football game. Our offense just did not look that great. Now, uh, last year you had, uh, you know, with the exception of your senior center, I mean, you had like 10th graders across the line. I mean, you get all those guys back, you know. You've got uh, Velez and Keegan Martin and some of those guys uh, – who are some of those other guys that are really locking down the, the offensive line for you this year? Um, well, our line is so <coughs> Coleman Dez starts at center. Um, Braylon Brown's the one guard. 
uh, Dylan Blesnor guard, Devin Gephardt at tackle, and Giovanni Hernandez is our other tackle. Keegan's not playing this year, okay. so he's not uh, in our rotation. Um, but we wrote – I mean, those are all sophomores and juniors on our line right now. Um, and then we rotated Cam Free, who's another sophomore, and Peyton Leonard, who's another sophomore. Um, those guys all also play D-line. Um, but, but like I said, I think they – our offense, our defensive guys, they exert all their energy on defense. Sometimes they got the offense side of the ball. They were, they were a little gassed. Um, yeah. It was tough for them to get up to the second level. Um, but our line play, though, I thought last night was uh, was pretty good for the most part. And, and and it's tough to go from one week to the next week and make up that difference in conditioning or the cramping factor. It's like that's something that takes a couple of weeks to get that in there, and I, you, you got to play it on the fly and, and get there because um, the season started. It's not like, hey, give me a break for a couple of weeks until I get ready for this, but it, it's here now. Yeah, yeah, and we <coughs> have to get in condition uh, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Because uh, our schedule does not get any easier, um, we have South Adams next week. Who yeah, you got to play that guy next week. Yeah, have to look across the field. Look at that guy. <laughs> and, and they play fast, and I mean they're gonna hurry up and go, go, go. Um, when I mean here, there's a little bit of that as well. But now we jump into Columbia City, who has 90 guys on their sideline doing the exact same thing, and Norwell the same. I mean they're all gonna play fast, um, and they're gonna take advantage of, the, of their numbers, and which rightfully so they should. Um, so we have to, I mean, just we have to be conditioned, and our guys have to realize that, you know, you're going to be asked to play multiple positions throughout the entire game. Um, so, I mean, that's just the way it is right now. How many kids you got on the squad this year? I think our roster is 47, which is up from 42 last year and 32 the year before. So um, our numbers are getting better, not nearly where we want them to be. Um, we only have five seniors on our roster. Um, we have, I don't know, 16, 15 freshmen, um, 12 juniors, 13 juniors, something like that. Um, and about that was the sophomore class too. Um, but still there's a lot of guys that are out there that aren't playing that should be playing. Um, and one thing that our staff, I mean, we don't like to, you know, talk about all these kids that, that aren't playing, but you know, it, it really does make a difference when there's kids that aren't playing that should be playing. Yeah, I know that uh, I refereed wrestling for years with uh, Russ Isaacs, <clears throat> and Russ told me, they said, I could go to Northrop's hallways and build a state championship team with the kids that aren't playing. Oh, yeah, you could walk our hallways right now and <laughs> and probably put together a, a whole a whole offense or defense. Absolutely. I mean, and that, that's that's something you do. I mean, you're, you're just a couple years into this coaching stint, and I'm saying you're, you're in the system, and it's like you go and try and work those kids. Uh, your junior high number, your number's pretty good on junior high. Yeah, our junior high numbers, um, I think we have like 25 or 26 seventh graders um, in our sixth grade class in our DFL last year. They're they're, they're pretty good. There's a, quite a few athletes in that seventh grade class. Our eighth grade class is a little smaller. I think there's like 13 or 14. Um, but there's still some pretty darn good athletes in that class as well. There's a couple of big boys down there um, that we're really looking forward to getting next year. Um, but, yeah, we're pretty excited about that seventh eighth grade class. And, um that sixth grade class they have too. I mean, they're they're, they're pretty good. So, and we we talked off air a little bit. You said your defense stepped up and played pretty tough last night. I mean, they you, you didn't score any offense, but uh, I mean, you give up twenty three points. I think one of those was a safety. Yeah, 
Yeah, our, our defense, <clears throat> like I said, they, they put us in a position to, to win a football game. Um, it was 0-0 in the second quarter. Um, we pick a ball off and run it back 50, 60 yards and get tackled at the 10-yard line, and, we, and then we can't score, um, which, like I said, it's it's something we have to work on our offense. Um, and then, you know, it's 7-0 halftime, and we're in a ball game. Um, so, yeah, our our, off, our defense played really well. Uh, Dylan Velez was, I mean, he was a beast on the, the D-line the, the entire night. Uh, I don't know if he got blocked the entire night. They were resorting to, you know, holding him, grabbing his jersey, stuff like that, and he was still getting away from him. Um, I would be very curious to see how many, you know, tackles for loss he had last night or, or sacks. And it, I think most of his tackles were for loss last night. Um, Braylon Brown, the same thing. Cam Free, he, he stepped in there and he played a heck of a game, too, on the D-line. Um Peyton Leonard didn't play too bad on the D line. Um, I mean, our, our D line play last night was 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 pretty pretty incredible to watch. Honestly, um, it was v- very improved from last year. Um, our linebacking play was improved from last year. Our, just our defense overall was was improved from last year. So, well, one thing I, I saw in Grant's game last night is he doesn't have that big huge line like he's had in years past. I mean, so I think he'll match up pretty well with him. But uh, as as you do, if you don't have Big, strong guys, you go with small, quick guys, and I think that's what a lot of teams are doing. And, uh, you know, Velez is not a huge kid, but he's very athletic. Yeah, he actually kicks off for us. Oh, uh, does he? Yeah. yeah, we were looking for a kicker because our kicker this year didn't come out. Um, and Dylan said, hey, I think I can kick. And, <laughs> and he's booting him down to about the five-yard line, so I mean, that works for us. Well, he's not as big as uh, Arcanum of Ohio's kicker was last night. Uh, he dialed in five nine two fifty. He was he was their kickoff. And he he hit a little pooch kick on a kickoff, just about caught uh, the Starfires off off guard and uh somehow they caught it and uh, just about to start off the game with a lost fumble but uh yeah, Dylan was out there uh warming up for the game doing our specials and I was sitting on the bench looking and I told uh Coach Meyer I said he 'cause we had our we had our blue pants, white jerseys on I kind of replicate Penn State a little bit. And I said, he looks like Penn State's kicker. Because Penn State always has that big kicker and has no neck. And I'm like, it looks like Penn State's kicker. But, I mean, he has a pretty good leg for I mean, being a deep D-line, O-line guy. And so Now, is he doing your place kicking too? Um, Jose Mejia, who's a um, soccer player, he's going to do our place kicking. Um, but he kind of has a bum ankle. So mm-hmm. it was kind of be one of those decisions. And I think Dylan would have been ready to do that as well. Um, Right now, he's kind of doing a lot for us. So, well, I I know of having kids that played a lot of soccer, and they they'll kick. They'll tell you, kicking a football is a lot harder than kicking a soccer ball because it's hard. Yeah, it's a lot different. Um, whenever, so Jose kicked for us his sophomore year, he's a senior this year. He took last year <laughs> off, and that's whenever Sean came over. Um, but both of them they came over and when they're kicking, and they're like, it's a lot different than, a, <laughs> than kicking yeah. a soccer ball. So. So uh, next week, uh, you're looking forward to this uh, This guy sitting over here across from here. Uh, uh, your season doesn't get any easier, and that's what Michael and I were talking about. You you take those t- first two games of the season and try and load your schedule up so that uh, you have something different than you're going to see in your conference because you know that you play in one of the tougher conferences around, and it's it's tough to get a win in that conference. And if you start off uh, the season with Adam Central and South Adams, it's not, it's not an easy task. I mean, you put Heritage in the schedule, a little bit closer game for you, but uh, next week's going to be a tough game for you as well. Yeah, yeah. Our schedule, our conference, it's it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's pretty uh, pretty tough. Um, it's a grinder. Yeah. Um. I mean, we open up Columbia City, Norwell, Norwell. Um. 
who's a top 10 3A team, um, returned their entire team pretty much. Um, I mean, that's a team that you're going to see probably make a, a big run this year. I mean, they have, they have quite the squad. Um, Leo, Huntington North. I mean, all these teams in our conference are 4A, 5A schools. And yeah. I think what people don't realize is that we're a really small 3A school. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, that's not an excuse. Like, we need to come out there and still compete. Um, I think the last two years we've gotten better and better at competing with these schools um, to the point last year where we pulled off one against DeKalb. Um, and, I mean, I don't see why we can't go in a conference and, and you know, win, win two, three, four games. Uh, we come out there and we play like we're supposed to and do what we're supposed to do. I think we'll be fine. Um, but, yeah, next week against South Adams, um, I'm hope we're going to have the cops sitting on, you know, the the city limits here and not let Grant come in. Um, <laughs> Stop the bus at the city limits. Um, well, he has trouble finding a West End restaurant, yeah, so maybe I, the bus driver didn't know where the Belmont High School field's at. Maybe, but. maybe we have burn police escort him in here. That way they can make it. You know, the, the problem I have, I, I take golf cart rides, and I went out through Belmont High School. Do you have a road map of how to get through the new school with the new uh, traffic pattern out there? I was I was on the golf cart, and I was quite you dizzied. Just, you just have to drive. Just go. <laughs> just go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all these arrows, I mean, they, they've changed a lot about, around out there. So now if you're a, a visiting fan coming to the stadium and you walk, drive in, it's like, this it, is different than last year. So, yeah, it takes a bit, but it's <clears> um, it's a lot better for traffic flow whenever school's in session. When school's not out of session, obviously, you don't have to, I don't think you have to follow those other <laughs> – those arrows, but when school's in session, it, it's a lot better than yeah. those last couple of years. It would take people two hours out of the, the parking lot and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it, it's quite the quite the maze. So uh, you get a you get to host the, the Starfires at uh, Bob Worthman Stadium, and uh, I was ho- looking forward to a, a new press box, but uh, that didn't come through. So I got got to sit in the sweat box again. But uh, I was next, uh, next year. Next year, yep, this summer, I was very well treated to. Uh, the uh, Starfire's press box last night, but my only gripe is that I'm walking across the field and Jason Arnold sees me and realizes he hasn't ordered press box food. He associates me with press box food. I, I was kind of hurt, but not as hurt as I was to know that we didn't have press box food, but that's the way that goes. Yeah, I wouldn't expect any press box food <clears throat> I, no. this next week either. <laughs> Dale, Dale usually puts a cooler full of drinks up there for us, yeah, and that, that's all I can ask you'll for. Have some drinks, but yeah, I wouldn't expect any food. <clears throat> Would, I mean, we talked a little bit about uh, the rest of the season as far as the NE8. Who are the guys you think in the NE8, along with Norwell, that are going to be up there towards the top? I mean, Leo Leo got beat last night by, by Kokomo, but I don't know if that's a, a good test or I, I not. I don't know anything about Kokomo. Um, but like I, said, I think Norwell's up there, East Noble, like every year. I mean, they always have 120 guys on their team. Um, I think Leo's still going to be up there, New Haven. And New Haven has a kid that has... Yeah, New Haven was like 47 nothing last night. Well, they have a kid that has uh, an offer from every Big Ten school. He got offered by Alabama a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, they they have some players. Uh, they have a lot of athletes. Coach Boer there is doing a heck of a job with all those guys. Um, Huntington North, they're going to be big. They're going to be physical. They're gonna, I mean, they're, they're a big team. Columbia City is going to be huge. Coach, Coach Fox does a heck of a job there, too. I mean, they have a probably 120, 130 kids on their team as well. So what you're telling me is you can build a pretty good football team if you got two or 3,000 kids in your, st- in your in your school versus 650 like you have to work with. Yeah, so if, if all the Adams County schools want to combine, <laughs> we, we could probably put together quite the team. Uh, I, I, I asked Grant that one year. I said, well, if we put them all together, and, he, and then back when he first started, he goes, I know I wouldn't be coaching them. No, either would I. <laughs> I but I'd probably be watching from the stands, so. 
But uh, it's it's hard to realize. But you know, if you take all the schools in Wells County, you know, Norwell South, uh, Southern Wells, and Bluffton, and you took Belmont South, Amsterdam Central, put them on. That's Jay County, and that's Huntington North. Those those two yeah. counties are the same size as Jay County and and Huntington County, and put all those into one school. I mean, that's basically what you do. You take you take six high schools and put them into one. Yeah, I mean, Huntington North is the only school in Huntington County. Yep, and. I mean, they're a fully four A, five A, whatever they are. Yeah. I mean, they have seventeen hundred kids. I mean, and then you got Columbus City up north that's really growing. Columbus City, they're like five A now. Columbus too. City's grown, yeah, and they're going to keep getting bigger with that new high school they built and all those new <laughs> facilities. I mean, I mean that's a that's a big thing. You you build build new facilities like that, kids are going to want to play. Yeah. I mean, they see new turf fields, new locker rooms. Um, I mean, everyone in our conference now has a new locker room, new turf. We have a new locker room. Hopefully, we're getting a new press box here soon. Maybe the turf's coming here in the next few years. I don't know. <laughs> you got to do a little little uh, re- campaign to recruit some new finances yeah, into that. Yeah, I, heard, uh, I heard I heard Starfire uh, Fire Fields getting uh, some turf. That's what we we rumors last night were rumbling around there. So maybe by next year that'll happen as well. So Nick, I'm glad you was able to get your uh, order of biscuits and gravy this morning. Uh, you said you've eaten here several times this week already, but uh, enough to bring you back on Saturday morning. I'm uh, glad you t- took the time and. Uh, Good luck next week with these Starfires, and that's going to be our game of the week. So we'll head up to uh, Bob Worthman Stadium to watch uh, you take on the Starfires, and uh, wish you luck next week. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. That's been Nick Hall of Belmont Braves. We're back with Coach Grant Mosier of Starfires right after this. Adams Medical Group is welcoming three family medicine physicians, including Dr. Alec Arturi at Adams Medical Group in Decatur and Burn, Dr. Liza Hollingworth at Adams Medical Group Woodcrest, and Dr. Tony Avila in the new Monroeville office. All locations are welcoming new patients. To schedule an appointment, call 1-833-724-DOCS. Again, call 1-833-724-3627. Adams Memorial Hospital. Exceptional care. Close to you. Hi, this is Jared from the West End Restaurant in Decatur. Just wanted to take a minute to thank our patrons for all their support over the years. This year, we're celebrating 135 years in business. We're open six days a week, closed on Sundays, so stop in for some of the old favorites like the bread at Tenderloin, our fish, onion rings, burgers, and fries. We also have some newer items, uh, grilled West End cod, pecan tilapia, grilled salmon, and plank salmon. We have breakfast, lunch, and dinner specials, so stop by at the corner of 7th and Monroe in Decatur. It's been a busy last few months at Indiana Trailer Sales in Decatur. Hi, this is Stacy inviting you to stop by our new location at 521 South 13th Street on Highway 2733. We are proud of our new, much larger showroom and parts and service area. We have new units arriving daily, and if you don't see what you want, we can custom build it for you. Choose Indiana Trailer Sales with all confidence for your trailer sales, parts, service, and rental needs. Stop by Indiana Trailer Sales or visit us on the web at indianatrailersales.net. Locally owned and operated by Bobby and Jenny Springer, Highway 27 Landscape Supply, 8050 North, U.S. Highway 27, Decatur, features their new garden center and greenhouse, stocked with unique gifts, flowers, plants, and supplies of all kinds to help you do your own landscaping, or you can allow them to plan the look you have in mind. Stop by or call 260-724-3652. Highway 27 Landscape Supply makes your landscaping dreams a reality. Come back in three seconds. Welcome back to the Elite Braves Plumbing and Heating Adams County High School wrestling, uh, football <coughs> coaches show. <laughs> Got ahead of myself. I was a season ahead there. Uh, this year, our sponsors are Adams Moral Hospital, Adams Woodcrest, Innovative Concepts, Indiana Trailer Sales, Graber Insurance, Richards Jewelry, 
new sponsor for us, uh, Highway 27 Landscape. And once again, our host show, uh, host of our show, The West End Restaurant, that's uh, Grant Nice. To-go orders have rolled in. I'm, I'm certain that uh, yours probably won't make it back to burn, will it, Grant? <laughs> probably not. I'm, I'm going to be hanging out here for a little bit because my daughter has a soccer game in Decatur. It's got to find the field. <laughs> Which field is it? I don't know. My wife will tell me. <laughs> it's not Homestead Park anymore. It, it's either Belmont or Worthman Field. It's Worthman Field. Or Homestead. Worthman Field is pretty easy it's to find. It's on the highway. It's so right on I'll, 27. I should find it, but we'll see my seven-year-old Harper Moser, see how she does today. She's a, she's an animal out there. <laughs> she's a beast. <laughs> not really. She's a beast. She's scared of the ball, but. <laughs> All right, buddy. Last night uh, we we um, we watched your game against the uh, Arcanum of Ohio Trojans, and uh, we talked before the game. You're concerned. I mean, they're a big 10-3 win uh, loss record last year, but uh, they had the, the guy that was their do-all-everything guy transferred out and left them a little bit short. I mean, they, they seemed like they, they had some uh, some skilled players in a few places, but just not enough to really put it together. And for the first the first couple series, you guys went back and forth, and nobody really could get anything going. And then, then once you broke it open, it kind of took off. Yeah, pregame, though, I was a little worried. They're they big down there. They had some big, big linemen. Um, they had some big <coughs> athletic skill guys, too. Um, but I was really proud. It was kind of the opposite of our scrimmage. We got punched in the mouth against Parkway in our scrimmage, um, and we kind of folded early on. But last night we had we had the opportunity to do the same thing. We we sputtered on offense the first series. Um, had some drop balls. Open guys dropped some balls. Uh, their second series, they came down, got the ball down to the two yard line. Our defense had an awesome goal line stand. That, I think that was a big turning point in the game. There, um, our, our defense was fantastic last night. Coach Steiner and. and his staff on defense do an absolutely incredible job. Not not take the wind out of your sails. Yeah. I don't know if that was a great defensive stand or a poor offensive effort yeah, on true. their part. That's true. Their quarterback kind of put his shoulder down and took about yeah. two steps and didn't go anywhere. Well, so. it, was, it was obvious also where uh, where he's leaning forward. But we had we got we had called Big Mac. We had Big Mac in that play, which is River Toledo and Caden Stevens, and they just cut the cut the guards <clears> in the center and made a pile, and the backers filled in. But that was a huge goal line stand, and then. But then we had a, a 99 yard, uh, 99 yard um, drive to score our first touchdown, so that was big too. Um, but just the way we responded uh, was really, really happy with that last night. You know, Somerset on I think it was the second play from that series. The first play, he just kind of got out of the end zone, and then the second play, he breaks out and he's running, and he's he's off the races. And that Jarrett kid from them <laughs> runs him down from nowhere. He did, two, a few, he did a few times last two night. Two times yeah. last night, he came out of nowhere, so he definitely was their speed player. Yeah. Because you you guys seemed fast until he gained on you in five in five <coughs> yards. He had you. <laughs> yeah, and he did a bullenbacher too later in the game. Yeah. But yeah, Matt Somerset had an incredible game. Um, I kind of challenged him. He's like um, 163 yeah, yards. I think, uh, 14 carries. Yeah. But I challenged him last week, right after the game in front of the team, and said, "We're going to go where you go." And I told him again. Couple times this week, hey, you, you got to you got to make it obvious you're the best player on the field, both sides of the ball. And I've told him he, he knows it's not he's not a real vocal leader all the time, but he sure as heck leads by example. He plays hard, he does things the right way. But he he was all about it last night. And there's one point, a big turning point where um, he blitzed, and it was I think it was like second and seven yards, and he blitzed and had a sack, and it's third and fourteen. That's a game that's a game changing play. Um, and like we said, 60, 162 yards of rushing. We only had a kid rush for that many yards, and, and what was his brother? Probably his brother had a 200-yard game back in the day. But and he had six and a half tackles on the yeah, defense. Yeah, and loved the team in tackles. So yeah. I mean, when you have, I told like I told him, he's got to take over the game. And he did that last night, and everyone else kind of followed. So, if, and I was worried. We had Brady Beal out last night. We was in a boot. Um, Brady was kind of Mister Everything for us this summer, and especially without Brady, kind of, Brady and Maverick kind of were one-two punch offensively. So. Mav kind of shouldered that load last night, and we don't know. Hopefully, we're hoping we have a chance. Maybe I have Brady back this week. He goes to the doctor um, Monday, 
and gets checked again. Nothing, we know nothing's broke already, but hoping to get him back maybe this week, which would be a huge lift for us because we always go to Belmont and they're always they're always big, uh, they're always physical. Um, it's always it's always been a tough game for us, um, especially early early in the game. They always they always are right there with us. So we got to be ready here. They're going to be a, they're going to be a tough team for us again. I did see some good runs out of Bolenbacher last night. Not, yeah. Not just run you over kind of thing. He had a couple of spin moves, the spin mm-hmm. on tackles. I saw him one, one big run where he he broke four or five tackles line of scrimmage and then got ran down by uh, their speedster in, in the tail end. But uh, some good runs out of him last night. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of a, a nice little uh, speed change from from Mav. Now Mav's gotten way faster, but <clears throat> Bullenbucker's kind of a, a little more speed and, and not, I'm, I want to say finesse. Cause he'll run you over too. Being a little guy, he's a wrestler. He wants to mix it up, but Mav's gonna, Mav's definitely gonna run you over. Mav had a <laughs> leveled a kid last night, which I didn't think should have been a flag, he, he but got, he leveled a kid. He got called on a penalty for not yeah, – what did they say? Because he led with his led helmet. led with his helmet, but the defensive guy did the same thing. And I said, so you're gonna, if they both go down with their helmets, how are you going to call that on the running back? <laughs> Just because he's two times bigger than the DB. That's not – just because he's bullying him. You're call the, the, that. I thought it was a bad call. You know, I did I did see a couple of things. I mentioned this in the air last night. Uh Somerset didn't just rush up in a line and just run through as hard as he could. He took his time. Mm-hmm. He wandered down the line. Look for his blocks, pick up the right block, and then turn on the Jets. It's like if you just bowl up the middle, you're going to get tackled by somebody. But if you wander down the line, see where your blocks are, and look ahead, keep your head up, and find the open spots. I mean, he gained some big gains last night just because he was patient and wait for the, for the play to develop in front of him. For, for being a big guy, he's got really good vision. Um, it's something he's worked on. We really worked with him on, when we go individual offense a lot of times. Uh, Coach Hemo and Coach Steiner take the running backs, and they really worked with him this summer and this, this fall uh, camp on, on getting guys going at his legs. So they'd throw bags at his legs while he's going through drills and making him stiff arm and, and punch him down. And that, A couple times last night you saw him keep his feet up when guys are diving at his legs, and that's, that's what he's going to get because he's a, he's a bowling ball. So he's got to keep guys off his legs, especially the DBs. Um, but there's, there's, we watched film last night and broke it down, and there's still times where, where I think we had a screen pass to Maverick or Bonebacher. It was Bonebacher, actually, and we had about four guys miss blocks, and Bonebacher broke the tackles. So, yeah. I mean, it looks like a good play, but then you go back and watch it on film, and we got a lot of work to do blocking and some other things, too. So we got to get better. Well, there was one play uh, where uh, Somerset – Stiff arms a guy at the line of scrimmage and just stiff arms him to the ground and turns it into about a 30-yard gain just because, I mean, the stiff arm is not dead. It's a very mm-hmm. good tool, and at high school level, not all kids use it very well. I mean, if you tell those kids on Sunday to watch watch the pros and watch the stiff arm, sometimes, you know, you can knock a guy to the ground with a stiff arm, and when kids, high school kids learn that as a, as a good defensive tool when you're running, I mean, it, it, it really adds a lot of yards to their game. Yeah, it's, it's I, I couldn't agree more. It's so underutilized, and we've talked to Mav about that being as strong as he is. Um, you get you goes. We have some some small DBs we face. You get in the in the secondary. You put, they put their hand on their helmet. You're, you throw them right down. Um, so Mav's gotten better at that too. But like I said, it's, it's good having a running back with that vision. I'm excited to see what he's gonna do this year. Um, like I said, 160 yards last night. First time I think we've had a running back like that since Christian did it in 20. It would have been 20. Uh, I think 2019 at Woodland um, when he had a 200 yard game. So it's always good to have a somerset in the backfield. It makes me feel more comfortable. You, you, you know, when uh, as a D-back, when you go and try and tackle that guy and your face mask is all jacked up and you can't <laughs> see him because the guy's, like, taking your helmet off. I mean, it it's, takes a, just enough off of some guys to get that quick step to, to run pull away. And that's what I did last night is uh, it broke a – Broke the guy that uh, was on him and gave him a, a little bit of a gap, and then he was able to run away from the next guys, and then uh, he got ran down from behind pretty quick by, <laughs> by yeah. The, yeah. 
that Jarrett kid. The nice thing we have Brady, we get Brady back. We have another kind of speed of change back. Um, he's kind of Mister Everything for us offensively, <laughs> as far as we can move him around in, with formations and other H back and go to, mm-hmm. can go into trips, he can go into double twins, he can go in the backfield with Maverick. Um, but that, last night I was really proud of Isaac D. He's he's a kid that we kind of. Uh, putting that role, and he's he's really really smart. So he, he caught on quick, and he he said he spent all all night studying, and and during the day he's trying to figure out where am I going to go on this play, this formation, what what are my steps, and, and when you have smart kids like that, you can kind of plug in. That, that makes it so much so much easier. And he's he's probably only a hundred and sixty pound kid, and he, he he's playing H back last night and and block kicking out those DNs that were two hundred and sixty pounds. So uh, he had another great game offensively as well, Isaac D. No, I did see that uh, <clears throat> when you go to running clock in the third quarter, I mean, your twos get in, and uh, your little quarterback had a real nice run, got Paul called <laughs> back on a, on a play, and then uh, I saw you, you get another platter into the lineup, and yep. uh, I told Dana, I said, <laughs> does usually have a number 55 that you're running back? And he said, no, not always. But uh, So he's, he was actually, he'll probably be, end up being an offensive lineman when he gets older. So he's 55, like his brother, his brother Jacob was. Um, but like today, our JV's heading already prior on the road to, well, maybe not yet, pretty quick here to Arcanum. Uh, we're going over there and playing at noon. Um, I'm gonna head over there too after the soccer game, but he'll play running back for our JV and, and Manny. Manny's our quarterback. He's he's an awesome kid, uh, super respectful, um, but but really athletic. You saw last night he had like a 40 yard run that got called back, um, but he does a really good job. He played he played wide receiver last year in, in middle school and now moved him to quarterback and he's done a great job, um, knowing the offense and being coachable. Um, so we're excited for that young team, and we'll see. How they do. We have we have uh, the most numbers I've ever had. We have uh, 57 kids right now and 19 freshmen. Um, so we got to find a way to get everybody in the JV games here and keep people excited. Because um, it's good to have those kind of numbers right now. I'm, I'm, I don't think right now I'm going to address freshmen on away games, um, just because we have so many of them. We're, we're, we're at the point where we have freshmen standing in uh, different different pants than our varsity guys when we ran out of pants last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, do you, do you do they still have C team games that you put in there that you can get some in there, or did not enough teams have C teams so that you can play? So, so I talked to our AD about that, and the ACAC doesn't have no one has a freshman team in the ACAC now. The nice thing is, for example, we already lost our Week 5 JV game with Monroe Central, so we'll try and find a, a C-team game, which we'll just play freshmen and sophomores and not juniors. Um, get some of those freshmen a little more reps. End of the year, usually if someone doesn't have a JV team, we pick up Columbia City, and we play their freshman team with our freshmen and sophomores. Um, so that, that's a good way to get guys, guys experience, too. But it'd be cool to have some freshman games. Um, the issue is our freshman quarterbacks are JV quarterback, too, so that might be some trouble. But... It's uh, it's good to have this many kids out. It's fun. I mean, practice. We're to the point now where it's been a couple of years, but we we usually can have two full scrimmages going at once, where we have our varsity and a scout team, and then we have our, our JV and a scout team going at the same time. Um, so that's a huge benefit getting those reps with the young guys to stand around watching the older guys. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Michael about the ACAC. I mean, definitely, I'm Central South Adams going to be at the top of the ACAC. But who who do you look at to see some of those other guys that are, are getting better to try and stiffen up the ACAC that in in years past people have looked at as kind of weak? Uh, I told you last night a little bit, or kind of alluded to. I, I think the conference is getting better, which is good for everybody. It, it's got to be a better conference. Um, Historically, it's been one of the one of the better small school conferences in the state, with some legendary teams, legendary coaches. Um, we have two we have two teams that went state the last two years in a row in one A with us and us and Adam Central. Um, Jay County is going to get better. That coach has like sixteen or seventeen straight winning seasons going until last year up at Delta. Um, Heritage has I think I keep heard seventy nine kids in pads, which is unbelievable. They're two platoon. As, as Coach Hall just said, they have no one playing both ways, which is a huge advantage in the ACA. So you can do that. 
Um, Bluffton, Coach Kunkel was always going to be tough. Uh, Woodland has some really good athletes. We Who's saw probably him. listening to us today? See if we're going to talk yeah, about it. Hey, Coach Kunkel. <laughs> but <laughs> Southern Wells, they bring everybody back, so they got to be better. Um, but like I said, when the conference is better, it's just to be better prepared for the for the postseason. Um, AC AC is probably the team that lost the most, and they won fifty nine to what eighty to zero last night or whatever against a three A school. So yeah, they'll be they'll be as they always are. Well, I uh, appreciate you coming in here, and uh, you'll have a breakfast to sit and eat in the parking lot waiting for your daughter's soccer game. And, do you want to uh, take the webcast over there or the, or the broadcast over there and do the soccer game or no? We are actually going to do our first soccer game in the history of WZBD coming up on a Saturday night. The Belmont girls are playing against Canterbury, and we put that in the schedule, and hopefully we'll, we'll make that a, a new thing. But uh, like, cool. anything, like anything else, uh, you got to pay the bills. That's so right. you, right. if you're, if you're going to take on a new sport, you yeah. got to – Learn to sponsor it, and I know that uh, the WZBD sales team's been doing a good job, really boost things up. But uh, like uh, we've added new sponsors here today to help bring this uh, show to you. And uh, uh, one thing we always appreciate is the the ability for our, of our uh, management to just let us go out and do new things and uh, bring on new things. And uh, it it takes money to do it. And uh, we have a um, group of sponsors in the area that are just really willing to step up and uh, help bring sports on a radio and I you probably know people from other parts of the state that don't have radio coverage and you think man what's it like not to have radio coverage yeah. I mean I remember I saw I told you before, I remember when I was a, when I was a player this 2006 recording the games on my radio of WZBD and go back and listen as a player yeah. how cool that was even as a player so I mean yeah we're spoiled we're spoiled the small community to be able to have uh, a coach's <laughs> show and, and radio coverage um, and we have our, we have our listeners always listen every Saturday morning. Willa Cage, I'm sure is listening. Yeah. She told uh, Toby last night some things already we need to work on. We have receivers dropping passes and oh, they stuff like that. How many did they drop in the first <laughs> oh, quarter? Man. Like five in a yeah, row. It was, it was bad. So we we got to work on that too. And tell the, tell the quarterbacks don't hit them in the hands. That's yeah, the right. worst place to yeah. hit them. How dare you? But uh, I appreciate you coming in this morning, and uh, that's going to wrap uh, the coach's show. And I'm going to send it back to the studio. We'll come back with a, a wrap up right after this. Uh, so that's been Grant Mosier with the Southampton Starfires. We'll send it back to the studio for round commercials. We'll be back with a wrap right after this. When my family gets sick, I don't have time to wait. With Adam's Health, I get same-day appointments, either in person or telehealth. I look out for my mom too, so I like how quickly we get care for her. And I've started using Adam's MyChart. It's so simple. I just go online, schedule appointments, get answers to questions, even check test results. No 30-minute car rides, no two-day waits, just the medical care we need today. Adam's Health, close by and compassionate. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. I'm going to talk to you. Okay, Frank, what is it this time? I need you to tell me when that first Purdue football game is. I thought you were getting a schedule. I give that to my friend. I told you for taking me out water skiing. Oh, right. Well, how's that going? Well, it took a bad turn the other day, run over a raccoon. On the water? Yeah, them things are everywhere. So you you just couldn't be bothered to look at the schedule while you had it in your hand? I can't memorize all that myself. All right, let me see. Looks like the first Purdue game is Thursday, September 1st, versus Penn State. Thursday? Yes, 7 o'clock that night. 
Alright, thanks, I guess. You know what Goldie told me? No idea. He said he thinks that Purdue Pete could water ski. You know how? Very, Very carefully. carefully. Yeah, I'm just glad you carry the Purdue football on your channel Z. What's them numbers? 92.7 FM. Welcome back to the Leaky Brothers Plumbing, Heating, and Adams County High School Football Coaches Show. Uh, hosted by the Double Eagle. I'm, <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sorry. I've been doing that for so long. Hosted by the West End Restaurant here on Saturday mornings. Uh, other sponsors, Adams Moral Hospital, Adams Woodcrest, Innovative Concepts, Indiana Trailer Sales, Graber Insurance, Richard's Jewelry, and Highway 27 Landscape. I'd like to thank all of our coaches for coming in. Once again, area schools. Adams Central was 56-6 winner over Garrett last night. South Adams defeated uh, uh, Arcanum of Ohio 35-0. Belmont was defeated by Heritage 23-0. And those are our three county schools that we watch. I uh, look forward to next week's game as the WZBD microphones will be headed to Bob Worthman Stadium where the Braves will host their uh, county rivals, the South Adams Starfires. And uh, Adams Central will host east side at a big game for them so once again thanks for tuning in tune in uh, for more sports along this whole weekend uh, a lot of cubs games a lot of uh, indycar races everything going on colts football so uh, stay tuned and uh, spend the rest of your morning listening to the oldies with steve giggle here on wzb once again this has been rex brewer talk to you next week